Everyone, welcome back to Absolute Comics, the show where I get together with my Sal pal, my pal Sal, and we chat about comic books in the news that is going on in the world. Today, we're going to be talking about a few topics that popped up, and we're going to be talking about Batman and Chip Zdarsky's run and our opinions on it and what's going on with it. But don't forget, today's episode is brought to you by Comic Pop. If you want to see more of Sal's discussions, go check out Sal's primary channel, Comic Pop and Comic Pop Returns. It's also brought to you by Gamersubs. Use the code oh, crap. Comics to get those right there. Dan, enhance! Enhance! <laughs> <laughs> and enhance! All right. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, go check out. Uh, I don't think we ever, because we have an audience that just watches Absolute Comics, and they don't, I, I get a kick out of it, but you guys aren't aware that he's Comic Pop and I'm Comic Story, and we have other channels. That's true. So, so anyway. Let's talk about the news. X-Man Iceman to get his own comic series during the Fall of X event later this year called Astonishing Iceman by Steve Orlando and art by Vincenzo. I, I can't. Vincenzo? Vincenzo? Oh, Cobo. yeah. Uh, uh, sure. <laughs> I haven't pulled it up. Um, yeah. Uh, there's actually... The Fall of X has dropped a bunch of different titles that include... Uh, the Iceman book. The thing that I'm most excited about, because, like, oh, Steve Orlando's doing an Iceman book. Cool. Yeah, I, the problem with Iceman is there's nothing really interesting about Iceman. I've never, uh, even back in the 90s or even, like, the 2000s, Iceman was never like, oh, man, we're getting a new Iceman. Gambit people love. Rogue people love. Jubilee people love. Iceman, yep. I've never seen anyone be like, I am an Iceman fan. And I know one of you is going to write a comment down below oh, yeah. or in our Twitch chat right now and be like, that's my favorite superhero, Benny. <laughs> Listen, the, 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 the thing about X-Men is there is some there is one yeah. for everybody. Like, there's a person out there who stands strong guy, and I get it, and I'm yeah. here for you. Iceman, the, uh, my hope with the fall of X overall is that a, it's well thought out and it means something and it sets up something that's as exciting, if not more exciting than whatever the X is going to fall. And B, that the titles they announced are integral the way that they are for like Sins of Sinister and other uh, X-Men related events. So like, I'm hoping that this Iceman book isn't just like a, a, some vain attempt at putting out an Iceman book be that, that nobody asked for. And moreover is like, no, Iceman is really important to the Fall of X, and here's how we're going to look at it. Because we're also getting, in the Fall of X, we're getting a book called Uncanny Spider-Man, which is a brand new title. I've never had it, it before. Yeah. yeah, it's on the list. And I'm like, it's not in this list, but it's in the list that came with a teaser. And I'm like, what does that mean? What is the Uncanny Spider-Man? Is it that Spider-Man is supposed to have a daughter who's a mutant? Is it that Dark there's X -Men a... Dark X-Men titles, yeah. Yeah, and is are we gonna get like a maybe Ben Riley is a mutant or uh, you know and he's the uncanny Spider-Man? I don't know, but uh, you know mysteries abound. I remember when they announced Superior Spider-Man, and I was like, what does that mean? I just pulled up the oh. whole list here. So we can go through the whole list of books. Yeah, let's look at out. them. First off, how do you feel about the Fall of X? People are like, oh my God, it's Jonathan Hickman's original plan, but it's just the middle. Like we're not yeah, even no. at the end yet. Are we not? Is the Fall of X not the end? Apparently, on the original plan. Now, I once again have no idea where people are getting this from. I don't no, know if they're I, like, well, Jonathan interviews. said it in an interview four years ago. Like, I mean, who knows where they're getting this from? Yeah. Because these yeah. are the same people that argued that when he left, that didn't mean he was leaving, even though he left and now he's doing new stuff. So, yeah. Hickman's back, guys, and he's not doing X-Men. Hey, what do you know? Benny was right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He, he, uh, he, yeah. He's getting to reinvent the gods of Marvel. Like, he's, <laughs> he's, not, he's not touching this X-Men project. He no, he's it. done. 
They, they've, they've strayed so far from what he was going to do. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm uh, sick of arguing with people, even though I've like literally talked to Hickman. But like, yeah. let's just no, they, he, he decided he liked what they were doing better, and he left it. He literally left it. He left. He did it during Substack. He did all that. He did a digital comic, and he's coming back. Because mm-hmm. guess yeah. what? It's been a year. It's going to be about a year when he starts his new project. So Exactly. Hey. Who was right? Anyway, I like I like rubbing salt in the wound about a year ago argument. Just really bringing it. <laughs> Just to catch everyone up real quick, I used to argue with the X-Men fans that Hickman left because he didn't want to touch it anymore, and the argument was, no, he didn't. And I said, watch, he'll be back in a year, but his Substack deal comes to an end. <laughs> yes. Sure so anyways, was. Fall of X is the middle arc, apparently, and it's going to have a whole bunch of these new stories. So yep. first up, and I'm excited for this, they're bringing back Uncanny Avengers. Yeah. Jerry yeah, Dugan, one of my favorite Marvel writers, is doing this one. We yep. got Cap, Rogue, and Deadpool, which was the three awesome ones of the original Uncanny Avengers. Yes. Then we've got Quicksilver. Yeah, it's Quicksilver. That's yeah. his name, right? Yeah. And then Psylocke. And then I don't know, but they're they're red with hair. Penance is who it is. It's up here. Yes, thank you, Penance. Yeah. I was like, I know who she is. I love this cool. Uncanny Avengers book when they were running this. This is one of my favorite mm-hmm. runs. This is the one where they ended up fighting against Pimtron. Yes, and that, that and, was kind of, uh, that was kind of the end of it. And Red Skull and Red Onslaught and stuff yep. like that. Yeah, they this did is such a great, a great run with this. The concept originally was Captain America wanted to make a team that had Avengers, had X Men, and had a more and humans on it. I mm-hmm. noticed no Inhumans on this iteration. Yeah, and you never will see them. <laughs> well, they're dead. Kate's killed them years ago. They're gone. You're not gonna see them anymore. This Good. one I was shocked by because be, somebody who's been keeping up with X Force and Wolverine. He ain't on here anymore. No. We got Laura now. That's fine. I'm, I'm uh, okay with it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. But it also looks like Deadpool's taking front and center. Good. It's about damn time. Yeah. So X-Force needs a Wolverine. If Logan is walking away, they desperately need someone to take his place. So this makes me wonder what's going to happen to Wolverine after this Dark Beast arc is done. That's a great question. The Dark Beast arc. Uh, well, and when, not the character Dark Beast, but rather the beast that is dark. But uh, I'm, uh, I don't know. But it, I don't know, but I'm excited to find out. It's yeah. really cool. You know, we're also getting Realm of X. And then Immortal X-Men. Good. Yeah, this is just the X-Men books coming out. So X-Men, Astonishing Iceman. We just talked about Wolverine's going to kill those out the dark. I wonder if the fall of X is directly related to that beast pulls as they kill him. That would be neat. Yeah. Like oh. he causes the fall of X. I kind of love that. Like, because he's been doing all this to protect the X. Yeah. So that'd be kind of awesome to see. Children okay of the Vault. That. I mean, he's right there. Yeah. Children of the Vault. Good idea. Uh, that's a great. Um, I like that they've gone back to the Vault a few times. And we're starting to get yes. more and more of the Vault and all that stuff. Yep. It's really cool. Dark X Men. Yep. Know what, we've I don't seen that's applying. What's that going there's a cover for that, um, and that's going to be like Archangel and uh, M-Plate from friggin' uh, Generation X, and uh, oh boy, there's a there's a there's a t- there's a cover out there for it. Um, here we go, Dark X-Men. Uh, Madeline Pryor, Gambit, Havoc, M-Plate, um, Azazel, Archangel. Uh, well, anyway, Uncanny Avenger. We just talked about Realm of X. You mentioned that one. What is that one going to be? Uh, Realm of X. That I don't know. I I think there is a book uh called that, or at least there was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Realm of X. That's the magic one where it's like, and when I say magic, I mean capital M magic. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. My assumption is uh, Realm of X is going to be something akin to what Excalibur was. Uh, I mean, but, it looks like it's what it is. It's her going in. Yeah, it's her and Danny, and uh, but it also has like the. It looks like it has like the. 
you know, the egg situation going. So I don't know. I, I, I don't. Do you think they're going to end their resurrections finally? That would make sense. A fall of X implies like a death or, uh, or, or, or like a finality to it. So my, my assumption is that like the resurrection protocols are going to be either destroyed or threatened severely. Right. And, uh, that'll be neat. Uh, trying to think. I got nothing. I got nothing for Uncanny Spider-Man. No, I got nothing. It's just yeah. like, oh, what? Also, like, what? Spider-Man doesn't have anything to do with any of this. So, okay, okay. Well, that's that. And then, obviously, Spider-Man Immortal X-Men. Okay. Well, I'm excited yeah. to see what Fall of X is going to be. As somebody who's been still... I've, after everything we did with all of our X-Men discussions, Sal, I have stuck yeah. with X-Men, X-Men X-Force, yep. and Wolverine. I've stuck that's, with... Uh, technically, Deadpool, but he's off to his own... <laughs> literally not dealing with X-Men stuff at all. He's fighting Doc Ock and uh, the Carnage and stuff. No, forget it. Um, but yeah, no, I, and then listen, those are good books to read, especially if you want to like be plugged in. Uh, Wolverine is another one. If you're reading X-Force, you may want to be reading Wolverine. Uh, oh yeah. Wolverine, they're, they're so tied together. And point. the beast, the beast stuff is, uh, is coming to a head. It's really, it's, ra- it's ratcheting up and that's going to be very exciting. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, it's good stuff overall. And as much as I'm like sad to hear about the fall of X, I'm kind of like, if it's not the end, then I'm really excited. I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know how to feel about it. Cause it's I feel like, like Fall of X is going to be the fall of Krakoa and their nation and everything they've built up. Like It's yeah. all finally ruined, and then we'll have the, the aftermath of kind of dealing with that. Yeah, yeah, which could be really exciting. Um, you know, These are titles that contribute to the Fall of X, but maybe they are the titles that we get out of the Fall of X. Um, you know, the whole damn Krakoa initiative could have been just a springboard to build up an entire new audience of X-Men readers so that when they're done with it, they're like, all right, yeah, here's the X-Men in the Marvel universe again, or, you know, in the Marvel universe. And as much as you're seeing them, like doing, they, their they're own... never going to be truly a part of it. Like they're, yeah. all, they're always going to be like Spider-Man is in and not at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's too big a character for him to have any plus, like if Spider-Man creates a character or anything like that, you have to put him in the, uh, you know, Sony owns him, so that you can't have anything big. Well, you know what? I'm going to use that as a parlay to talk about our newest Sony-owned character, apparently. Yeah. Spider-Boy! What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> oh, my God, Spider-Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love what the community has done with Spider-Boy. Oh, really? Right? Have you seen what they've done? Let me see if I can no. find some of these. Hold on. This is my favorite one. Yeah. So what they've been doing is they've been <laughs> retconning him into the history of Spider-Man. So for those who don't know, Spider-Boy was introduced in the end of uh, end of Spider-Verse, and he was yep. supposedly a character that's been around since the beginning as the sidekick of Spider-Man. This is my favorite, though. Walloping web snappers, Spidey the Green Goblin just threw Gwen off a bridge. If we don't do something, <laughs> she's going to die. Hurry up. You have to catch her. Good idea. I can always counter your quick thinking, my young partner. I'll stop her from falling before she hits the ground. <laughs> Way to go, Spidey. You must love those Spidey powers. Yeah, not only were the most dashing heroes on two legs. So Spider-Boy helped him kill Gwen Stacy. I know, that's really funny. <laughs> um, that's awesome. I, I, I hate this idea completely. During when uh, he goes missing because Craven? Yep. Don't worry, MJ will find him. <laughs> Don't worry, MJ will find him. Oh my god! Yeah, this is awesome. Spider Boy is being so much more accepted in the community than Paul ever was. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's no place on Earth where you can hide from me. My fists will do the rest. 
That's the face. Oh, no, it can't oh. be Spider-Boy. <laughs> so now Spider-Boy appeared in his first appearance. Uh, He's yeah. the Spider-Boy is the one who killed Uncle Ben. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, I don't know what Slot's obsession is with having Spider-Man have a sidekick, like when he did Alpha in the beginning and now yeah. Spider-Boy. Oh, God. This oh, is also so very quiet. I like it here. Parker, Peter Parker. Hey, Pete, why are you naked? What? You are naked. Why? I don't think you could take your clothes when you die. Well, I did. What are you doing here? No idea, but this is boring. Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care about Bailey. I don't care about like him Spider-Man having a sidekick. Spider-Man doesn't lend himself to having a sidekick. It's a terrible idea, and I think it's motivated by Spider-Gwen's success and nothing else, and it's horrible. Right. It's, I don't really care, and I, 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 would, I would be delighted if no one ever did anything with Bailey ever again. It'd be so funny if he showed up and he was like, I've been here the whole time. And everyone's like, no, you weren't. Oh, and that was the joke? Right. Like, just never again. Like, no one ever uses that character ever again. They're obviously oh, I like going this. to. Yeah. At the, at the <laughs> grave. Pulls it off. It's Paul the <laughs> whole time. Spider-Boy is Paul. <laughs> Paul, for those of you who don't know, is the character that is currently dating MJ. So the Spider-Man community is not a fan. That's awesome. I'm surprised you didn't see these. They're floating around all over the place. I know. I'm I'm shocked my own self. I I I, I read the issue where Spider Boy is there, <laughs> but Spider Boy. Like there's so many of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is this is because because of me being a fan. It was me, Barry. Spider Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Back at one more day. I want your love. I want your marriage. You gotta, Pete. It's the only way to save Aunt May. Make, <laughs> Make the, the deal. deal. Trust, Trust me. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> this is really funny. Hey, I don't know you. I'll take care of that thug. You get those people out of here. I spy a cinder block with his name on it. Both of you get out of here now. Heads up. Uh-oh. Sorry, Pete. My aim's a little off. You're good, right? <laughs> to go with the cinder block. This is awesome. I'm yes. real. I, this is the only time I ever want to see Bailey is in these scenes here. These these memes. Yeah. Why don't you join me? Say for a million dollars. A million. This skull guy has a lot of good ideas. We should do it, Spidey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is definitely just one person. <laughs> it's just like I hate this character. Let me meme him into the ground. <laughs> oh. It, get away from me. Leave me alone. And he oh hits my God. Yeah. Peter, Peter warns you, MJ. You should have listened. This is your fault. Don't worry, <laughs> Pete. I'm here for you. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, it's it's go It's like all over the Reddit. It's so great. I love it. That's so great. <laughs> yes, applause. So I, I mean, I'm not gonna keep pulling up all of these because no. anyone listening on the audio, we just pulled up a whole bunch of memes that we didn't really <laughs> that right well. of Spider Boy. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, he's so well, like, I don't know if they're accepting him or they're just memeing on him. I can't figure it out at this point. Right, yeah, no, it's like, I don't even know. (laughs) That's really funny. Like, I don't even know if you mean what you say. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, Spider-Boy, though, I I agree. I I hope this is like a plot point and not like, this is your sidekick now. Yeah. Like, I hope it's something else for him to introduce. Well, no, thankfully, no no one remembers him. And so, and, and out of frustration, he just leaves. But right, he's still Andy and I were laughing these... about that earlier. He's like, guys, I'm your sidekick and I died for you. Who are you? Ah, screw you! <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what? And then, and then the entire group of spider people are on the rooftop and they don't know. 
All right, we'll figure him there out. There he later. goes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Didn't he seem kind of young? Maybe we should go see what's up with that. Yeah. <laughs> so Spider Man is uh, a Spider Boy is a bit weird. Uh, yeah, it's a terrible idea. Next piece of news we have is that Red Hood Webtoons comic is bringing back Silencer, one of those heroes that came in the New Age of Heroes. She, I think she's yes. only her in Sideways. They let you to survive, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. People liked Silencer. I thought the book was okay. So uh, out of all of them, you know, Damage. People really like Damage for some reason too. So that's that's another one I because he guess. was Hulk and Hulk hasn't been Hulk in forever. Well, that's true. I mean, even <laughs> even Immortal Hulk, which was incredible. Yes, wasn't Hulk. It wasn't like classic Hulk where he gets no, mad. Didn't. Yeah, very different. Yeah. yeah. And the new one, I mean, everyone hated it so much that the writer left. I'm assuming that's why, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're not going to go into that. It's all speculation. We don't know why. Yes, it's, but, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. But, yeah, the, I mean, I was just caught up in the current um, Hulk run from Donny yeah. Cates and Ryan Stegman. That wasn't Ryan Stegman. It was Otley. Otley, yes. Yes. Um, and it's not bad. It's just not Hulk. It doesn't... Mm. I feel like the problem with this is that it, it shouldn't follow up a mortal Hulk. No, the story uh, is because yeah. you're, you're going you're going through such a stark contrast of Banner and Hulk, where they've accepted each other, they could live forever, everything's good, and now uh, Banner made him into a robot. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. Um, I, I'm not. I got no arguments with that. It's just kind of like, it's very. It, if you loved Immortal Hulk, you're probably not gonna like this. And yeah. if you, it, yeah, it's it's okay. I I liked Smash Nut in as much as I don't really care. I'm not a huge Hulk fan. So, like, for me, if you're going to do that, like, okay, he'll be back to normal in no time. Yep. You know, like, that. I, I, think, I think that's the thing. Like, people are, you know, people assume that I'm, you know, I'm a Spider-Man fan. So when people things happen to Spider-Man, I'm like, oh, my God, this has changed forever. Not, re- not thinking out loud about the fact that, like, it'll be back to normal. The problem yeah. is with Spider-Man, it, like, it, it tends to stick. No pun intended. With Hulk, it's like... Eh, you know, you can you can put him in space. You can put him under the ground. You can make him immortal. <laughs> you can make him a smash knot in the in 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 between dimensions. You can make him smart and dumb and for, multicolored, and like, yeah. eventually he'll just be green and angry again. Like, because that's that's at the core of who the Hulk is. Hulk is right. big, powerful, and green, and he just wants to be left alone. That's what you want to do with the Hulk. And uh, but the problem is when you do too many like things that are the same, people tend to get bored and complacent, and they don't buy the book as a result. So like, well, yeah, I mean that's up. the big issue. That's why that's why we don't just get the exact same thing everyone wanted. Like uh, one thing that's been irritating about the Spider-Man fandom, based on that, yeah. is I hate the line of Spider-Man wouldn't do that. Right. Like, like right now we got Spider-Man. They're finally revealing what's going on with Paul, MJ, and all that other stuff. Right. They're feeling yeah. what ha- what he did, and they're like well, he's acting out of character. He didn't explain things to Johnny and thing. He didn't mm-hmm. explain things to Cap. He, did, he just went over and ditched. Yeah. And I agree, but the problem is Spider-Man's been written by different people since the 60s. Yes. Spider-Man, that you, there, there's a version of Spider-Man in your head that you think Spider-Man's supposed to be, and it's going to be different from the version that Sal thinks he should be, and right. I think he should be. I have my right. favorite. My favorite was actually the Dead Slot Spider-Man. I liked that portrayal and that yeah. attitude and the way he did that. But once a new writer takes over, they're not going to – there's no way possible for them to write – the exact same way as the previous writer. They're going to do what they think Spider-Man would do. Yeah. So that's why I always tell people when your writer leaves, the version you know about the character is over. Yes. Like when Tom King left Batman, that Batman was over. It's it's done. Yes. Yes. Uh, and, and there are certain characters, the problem, you know, there's so many issues across the board when it comes to like 
definitive runs on characters and uh, fan expectations of the said of said character like you know with with Batman you know everyone is a the last three or four writers on Batman have all approached it from Grant Morrison's perspective which is like you got to do a birth and a death you got to begin it and end it and it's like what a weird like and very specific way to handle a character and I and and Daredevil's like that too where yeah you can just read runs like you people are like oh man I like Daredevil can I read it from like can I read it from Daredevil number one onward like yeah you're gonna find that like it's gonna shift in tone significantly very heavily like I Andesente's hate run is gonna be very different from Charles Soule's run from Frank Miller's run from Zabar's I liked Frank run. Miller's Daredevil and liked no other Daredevil until Chip Zdarsky it took me a long time to like yeah. Daredevil until uh, until I read. I mean, I loved because uh, I did not like DG Chichester's run from the '90s. I really liked Frank Miller's run, and I really liked Zdarsky's run. I and I liked. I loved uh, Wade on uh, that book with Somni, and uh, and and Wade has done a pretty significantly good job on on Daredevil as well. But very different, you know, it's a completely different tone. So that one feels like there there very much is like. This is where Matt begins for this writer, and then Matt dies, basically, and you get a new Matt at the end of that, like, at the beginning of the next run. Um, It's tough to do that with Spider-Man and the but with Hulk, you know, like, you you could line up every different version of the Hulk. You know, gray, red blue like you know he's he's gray he's smart he's stupid he's a smash to not like he's <laughs> you know there's 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 a difference between like professor hulk and smart hulk there's a difference yeah. between like bear doc green and doc, doc green is exactly. a different smart hulk <laughs> exactly like there's clue and then there's the other one from the donny cates run like there's versions of the hulk and immortal hulk and you know at the end of the day like they all are big muscular and will smash things so like what are you complaining about yeah. <laughs> from from marvel's perspective but uh you know i i think that all roads eventually lead to the original status quo the the issue i think comes where there's two there's two issues with that number one they don't live in it too long and number two sometimes you don't get back to it because the new writer is so busy trying to set up the next status quo. And that's the real problem. I mean, a a great example to bring back to Spider-Man again. So I love Dan Slott. And if you read Dan Slott's like 10, 12 years of Spider-Man, it's a coherent full story that ends with him becoming rich and a millionaire and -hmm. giving it all up to be back to Spider-Man. And then Nick Spencer immediately wanted to set up his thing with the the superior villains and then dealing with Kindred. And that was a different Spider-Man from what Dan Slott did. Yeah. And then when Nick Spencer ended, we went into the Spider-Man Beyond era, yeah. which was a 100% different Spider-Man, totally different attitude. That yep. was the Peter Parker whose own Spider-Sense took him out. Yeah. Like, and he acted differently as well, where he was battling against Ben and he didn't want to talk to Ben for two minutes. Mm-hmm. And now we're at Zeb Wells' run, where he's a lot, little bit more brash. He's getting, he kind of like doesn't really want to talk things out. Yep. He's dealing with Norman Osborn as a friend. He's not trying to fight for Mary Jane. And we don't know what's going on. And these are all different and wholeheartedly different portrayals of Spider-Man. Yes. Like, I feel like Nick Spencer just kept beating down Spider-Man. Like, he just kept tearing him down over and over and over, which is very similar to how Scott Snyder did Batman for five years. And he gave him an ending. He killed Batman. 
He did. And then he came yeah. back and did like an epilogue with Last Night on Earth. Oh, but yeah. for five years, we had this jokey kind of Batman, beautiful art by Greg Capullo. Yes. Then we went into Tom King's dissection of Batman as a hero yes. for like four years. Yeah, and, and then, you would argue they're completely different characters, basically. Yeah. Like, the Tom King Batman is very different from the Batman of Scott Snyder. The the two, like, Tom and King and Scott and Snyder's Batman are basically the two different characters. But they also represent, like, people's definitive versions of that character. Yeah. Oh, no, and that's what I get at when, that's what it bothers me when I hear people say, like, Peter wouldn't act like that. Right. Because your Peter would never do that. Right. Yeah. Your Peter, the one in your head wouldn't act that way. Because I could tell you right now, Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland all act like different Peters. They all yes. do different things. Well, and and I can point to the thing is, like, I don't like this run, but I also can point to many issues where Peter swung first and asked questions later. I can point yeah. to many issues where Peter was brash and stupid and bullheaded and didn't listen to his friends and went yeah. into the arms of like a villain to do it. And I, I've seen it a lot and I've seen it like before. The problem I think is that like these, like most fans read these books from the point when they started reading it and see it as like a straight line and yeah. watching it. Like he's grown, he's learned and he's done all these things and he's been there. Like, why would he act like he did 30 years ago? And it's like, because the guy who wrote it is 30 years older and he wants to write his version and his version was from back then. I mean, to add to that, even throwing manga out the window, because manga, as we know, is a linear storytelling for the yes. most part. Um, let's take classic books. What yeah. about classic stories like Sherlock Holmes? He grows, he evolves, he goes to the yeah. next thing. Or James Bond and stuff like that. That's what people are expecting when they jump into comics, to go with what you're saying. Yes. They're expecting, yes. like, he's going to remember what he did. But when you read those books by, about Sherlock Holmes or James Bond, a lot of times that's the same writer. Like, I bought all the Assassin's Creed books, and they're all yeah. by one guy. Right? Like, one guy did them all. So there could be <laughs> character and growth. But, like, when Brian Michael Bendis took over for Superman, he didn't go read every Superman book and be like, all right, well, he already did that. Check. He already did this. Check. No, mm -hmm. Brian Michael Bendis said, well, if I start mine back in 1940, Superman, then nothing's happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's funny. To speak to the, like, Sherlock Holmes point, like, Batman, Spider-Man, the Fantastic Four have had way more adventures than Sherlock Holmes at this point. Yeah. And, and 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 Arthur Conan Doyle wanted uh to end it. He was like, Oh, this has been way too long. I think it's I think it's time to wrap up the Sherlock Holmes thing. I think it's been way too long. And it's like, well, what if Sherlock Holmes was a hundred years old? Like, what if we told stories for another hundred years? Yeah. He would lose his mind. He'd be like, oh, how could you possibly have that many stories to tell? And it's like, well, look at look at superheroes. Batman and Spider-Man have completely outlasted and out outclocked the amount of Sherlock Holmes stories. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I guess, like, you know, the original Imagine creators aren't around to talk about it. Part of the problem and why Peter's acting the way he is, and I want to say, I don't mind Zeb Wells' run. I don't yeah. think it's, I, I think, the problem I have is Zeb Wells' run is he mm -hmm. wanted Peter to act this way. Right. And instead of giving us that growth to get there, he decided to make that the mystery. Yeah. Like, how? why is he acting this way? Oh, you'll find out at issue 20. <sighs> I feel like that was a terrible storytelling decision. Yes. Because you've yes. hyped up some big moment. And so far, that moment is not paying off. Yeah. It's just like MJ stuck in an alternate universe. And the yeah. problem is, if you take everything that has ever happened to Spider-Man since the 60s, and you're like, well, he should remember all of these, you don't have stories to tell. Like, you, yeah. you, you're, you, Or you'll get so creative that I'm 100% wrong, but I don't... The problem is most of these have been done with, with these characters. Yeah. Anyway, bringing it back around to oh, Silencer yeah, sure. from Red Hood. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I can't believe they're using these... Like, yeah, I mean, like, you know what? Cool, good, yeah. okay. 
but yeah, so what, what, what's the idea? Silencer's going to be in the book? She's like, going to be in it. I've been reading that Red Hood webtoons, and it literally just continues the Dark Trinity storyline, and it's awesome. Oh, nice. It's got some weird moments, and I love it because I brought up the idea that, oh, they're not acting like they're supposed to because I go read the webtoons comments on the webtoons that I'm reading, mm-hmm. and the comments are funny. Jason wouldn't have done that. Bizarro wouldn't have done that. Like, who said? Who said they wouldn't have? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, generally, it's been pretty good. There's a couple of moments that the fans are disliking, but if you're reading the Red Hood Rep 2, it's, it's all mostly positive. So hmm. it's really good if you liked Dark Trinity. Now, if you don't like Dark Trinity, Sal, don't bother getting it. I'm not. It's, <laughs> it's not going to be fancy. Also, right. I feel like I feel like more issues as the tonic come out than Red Hood because I don't know what, why, but... <laughs> mm, okay. All right, moving forward, we uh, Samuel L. Jackson, this is how sparse our news was today, guys. Samuel L. Jackson admits that he doesn't read much Marvel, but is actually a DC Comics fan. Yeah, and James Gunn is like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you say you like DC, huh? Well, that sounds pretty terrific of you. I wonder, oh, dude, could you picture him going over, just sliding on over to DC side? Easily. Who, who would Sam Jackson be, though? Uh, you know, the problem, I mean, I would love for him to play Mr. Terrific, but he's too old. Uh, unless they were like, eh, we're, how many Mr. Terrific movies are we going to make? We just, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I, he could, there's all kinds of elder statesmen that he could be, you know, like he could be first generation Black Lightning. Um, he could be like a, like a variant on, uh, Calvin Ellis or Valzad. Like, that'd be kind of neat. Um, yeah, I don't know. Calvin Ellis would be interesting. Right? You just see him as Superman. You think he'd take the deal? Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you want to do like a one-off where you're Calvin Ellis, the, the Superman president? <laughs> right? Yeah, no. He'd be, you're the president and Superman. He'd be like, yeah. uh, sign me the F up. <laughs> Can I drop F-bombs? Because I will. <laughs> right. And they're like, yeah, we're DC. Of course. <laughs> Next up, we got... Shockingly, El Muerto is still at a standstill. <laughs> um, yeah, remember when Sony was going to make an El Muerto movie starring no one? Apparently, it hasn't even started production yet because it, Dan put it. It's super. It's super surprising considering the writers are still probably trying to figure out who the character who appeared at three comics actually even is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. I. It, it it's so like nakedly transparent in its terribleness, like. Because who's playing El Muerto? I think the idea is like there's some bad like, bunny. I thought bad bunny or whatever the hell. Like, so clearly they're like, we just want to use, we want to put this bunny character into our into our movies. Like, we want to give him a vehicle, like a franchise. Yeah. Even though all they have to do is wait like a year, and no one will care who that is and move on. But like, you know, by the time the movie comes out, no one will even care who that is. But I mean, Craven's uh, still being delayed. <laughs> I know. Sony continuing a series of terrible decisions that cost millions of dollars. Um, I, M. Huerto is just like, it's one of those things where they just they should just go, guys, like, does anybody even really want to make this? Like, <laughs> does anybody want to make these? Because, like, uh, you know. I wonder when, if they're rethinking it after the Morbius debacle. I, say, I, I mean, like, after Morbius failed and after Craven fails, do you think Sony is just going to go, all right. The, the 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 culture has spoken. Nobody wants these. I mean, right. I, I, I genuinely hope that they do because, you know, it's interesting. We could tie this into another larger conversation, which is that, like, you know, we just we, we over on absolutely uh, Marvel and DC. We, we talked about the, uh, the the Marvel's trailer. And how like that's it's a fun looking trailer, you know, yeah. and, and and it's hyping it up. But there's a moment in it where uh, 
Kamala says, like, is this Avengers training? And I'm like, who even is an Avenger in the MCU anymore? And, like, from the Disney Plus shows to the current crop of movies to the, like, lackluster reaction to Secret Wars, which is mind-bending. Secret Wars should be, like, people should be frothing at the mouth for this movie. And it's like, Kang Dynasty has to be written by the same person who made a failure of an Ant-Man movie. Like, yippee. Um, (laughs) and, And I'm like, at this point, there is no, like, divining rod or tether to get people rallied and excited for the MCU. And it's interesting how the MCU is... Right. Like the MCU I looked at the current roster. Oh, yeah? It is Bruce Banner Hulk is technically alive and still on the team. Really? Martin Hawkeye is technically alive and still on the team. What? James Rhodes War Machine is technically alive and still on the team. Sam Wilson is on the team. Yes. Sam Wilson is on the team. Carol Danvers is in Ant-Man. Okay. There's, you will never see that lineup in an, in an Avengers movie. No, because that's just the remnants of, like, the Tony's dead, Steve is dead, uh, Thor, Thor ain't coming back. Thor ain't coming back. He's joined the Guardians after the Battle of Earth. Uh, Natasha died in the time heist. Uh, Pietro d- kills killed by dead. Ultron. Wanda's dead, or at Wanda's least dead not going to be evil. here. That's one yeah. of the two. Wanda's dead or evil. Either way, not an Avenger Vision's anymore. not the same Vision. Vision's white Vision looking Spider-Man for... Spider-Man left uh, for independence. S- Spider-Man is not owned by Marvel. Yeah. And Nebula is back on the Avenger. I'm mean, back on the Guardians. Yep. And Rocket's back on the Guardians. So. Yeah. And, and they were never Avengers to begin with. But, no, they uh, were like stand-ins. <laughs> they, they were there. Um, you know, they don't have like a big deal. And they don't have a character that like is the narrative through line for the new phase, for the new like period. Yeah. And so they need to figure that out. And unfortunately, like there isn't enough, like it could be Sam and that would be very nice, but I don't think it is. And I don't think it will be. It could be uh, any of the new characters like, you know, uh, Kate Bishop or Kamala. I mean, or, this is what we talked about. We yeah. don't have that bit. We don't have the, st- the, the Iron Man, the Captain America, Thor. They combo. do, but it would cost them a couple billion dollars, and it's yeah. Spider-Man. The fact is they need to get their heads out of their asses and buy Spider-Man. Like, or at least make the deal so they could just keep using him properly and have him show and, up and and use him without like any without any caveats, without any like oh uh, how many is this and how much can we use and can we use like we we can use Ned Leeds, we can't use Ganky, so we'll make Ganky become Ned Leeds. Like every every character in the Home trilogy is a cracked mirror version of those characters, and I yeah. genuinely think it's because as part of the deal, they're like you can use those characters, but you can't make them look distinctly like a Sony version of that character because a Sony version can make a pure version of that character but you got to make like a special cracked mirror version of it yeah like i don't i don't know what the motivation was to make everybody just like a um what is that but that's how it is they need to be able to like make a deal where it's because because the fact is i don't think there has been a marvel character since the end of the end game era to make a billion dollars outside of spider-man i think i saw spider-man yeah and there won't be and that's where we are. They got, it's, it, it's like we said before. The problem is, is they got rid of all the heavy hitters. Yeah. Iron yeah. Man can't show up and carry another movie with a cameo. You no. can't link this. You can't take Shang-Chi and have him and have like, Bader was at the end of that. It wasn't even Hulk for him. He had an arm uh, that was like this and that went away. Well, it, it's confused. Like the timeline is also confused. Like, so Banner's got his bum arm, but he doesn't anymore. And we didn't explain what that post credit scene, like when that takes place. They don't. They don't have a plan. 
Oh, Doctor Strange. I forgot about him. He should be like Doctor Strange should be the Iron Man, and he's not, and they're not, and he's being used why to ill he... effect. Yeah. Why? Was and he it's on like because he's not really an Avenger, I guess. But like, oh yeah, I guess he... he never technically joined, did he? Right, but because these I are mean, like, people who joined the team. At yeah, some these point. are people who are, uh, or at least by their namesake, are technically Avengers. Um, and, and Spider Man is like, it's the biggest one, and it's the one that they have the closest ability to make happen, because the others outside of the X Men are not like are not surefire hits. Yeah, you know the the hype around uh, Reed Richards being in Man- in Multiverse of Madness died down very quickly and only because it was John Krasinski, not because it was Reed Richards. And it's like, hopefully Fantastic Four works out. I hope it does. I want Fantastic Four to be a triple A franchise. That'd be great. Yeah. But it's the closest thing they have. And it's an, un- it's, it's an unsure thing. They're still in the middle of writing the effing script. And you can tell they're scrambling that they're looking for that next big thing. That'll be the through line because they're like, right. well, it's going to be Kang. Like, but the first right. Kang movie real appearance didn't really pay off like they were hoping. No, it didn't. And, uh, and they just, you need to have some sure things. And now that you have, what's the point of having a full house and having all this stuff if you can't use it or if you're refusing to use it? Yeah. Like an X-Men is still, we're still like 10 years away or four or five years away from like real X-Men content. And it's like, that's nuts. That's nuts. Especially when you have proven that you're like your alternate options are not uh, like they were. What's funny about that is like, you know, the MCU is built on B-list on B-list characters, on B-list heroes, right? Because it's yeah. like, it's Iron Man, it's Thor, it's Captain America. These were, and I, I I'm sorry, but they were in the comics B-list heroes. B. Oh no, they were, they were. Like that was the issue. Mar- Marvel had Wolverine and Spider Man. They can't, yeah. they're not using Wolverine, and yep. they're not getting back Spider Man. Well, they they sold off the characters that they thought were A-list, which includes Spider Man, Fantastic Four, X Men. And, like, you know, Ghost Rider and Daredevil yep. and stuff like that. But, like, those are B characters. And then, after they built up the B characters to be A characters, they then wiped them off the freaking map. So now what they, what they have left is D-list characters. <laughs> like, they got Moon Knight, and they botched it. Yeah, and I, I mean, tell you, the like, problem is that they could have made Moon Knight, like, the thing. It could have been... Could've made- yeah, it could have been a you big thing. You literally had Egyptian Batman. Right. Like, And you could have done the whole disassociative identity disorder. You could have done Magic all of that. Batman. And you could, like, there's a reason why people think he's Batman. You could have leaned into that. <laughs> yeah, you like Marvel, because, like, what's frustrating is, like, you know, there's a moment in, in Eternals, which is another movie that, like, I happen to like, but I also appreciate that, like, nobody does. And it's also, I told them, I, I said it when they were like, we're making Eternals. I'm like, what a bad idea. What a mistake. And I was yeah. right. They made, like, they made their Justice League, basically. and They made their Justice League. Eternals is almost them going, we could do that. Like, here's a speedster, here's a here's a cyborg, here's a Batman, here's a Superman. Like, we could do that. And yep. they did. And, like, listen, whether you like it or not, they portray their powers and their abilities really, really expertly. Like, Eternals looks really good. Yeah. And if you wanted to, like, eat DC's lunch, you should have made a Batman movie. Uh-huh. Starring Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> like, just be like, this is how you make a Batman movie. Like, just literally to go like, this is how we make a Batman movie. Like, and look, Moon Knight and Batman are not one-to-one. I'm saying cosmetically, thematically, like, you could have made it, like, a dark, brooding, atmospheric, well-executed, superhero franchise movie about a character who covers his face and wears a cape and punches criminals. That's Batman. It doesn't inherently seemingly have powers. He uses a lot of gadgets. I mean, <laughs> Exa- with gadgets and vehicles. Yeah. That's cosmetically Batman 
you could have just done that and it, like it it it, it could have worked yep. but you could have portrayed it, it as being batman then when you go see it you see that it's not batman that it's this right. egyptian superhero yeah, then you're like whoa like yeah. this is like batman but like it's it could be my batman yeah. everybody else loves batman now it's mine you know like iron man became for people where it's like that's iron man's my superhero now because like Nobody knows who he is, by and large, <laughs> in, the, in the movie-going populace, not the comic book reading yeah. populace. You know, it's like, it's just, it's frustrating because, like, there, there are ways around their problems and their pitfalls, and they dug their own grave, and the obvious solutions for being, for getting out of it are being more creative and spending more money. And it's like, just get the Spider-Man situation under control so that you can, like, lean on it, because whether you like it or not, Spider-Man is Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Spider-Man is the logo. And they're losing Mickey Mouse next year. So <laughs> Yeah, they're losing Steamboat Willie. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they'll be fine. But, uh, you know, it's just like, that's the solution isn't... And I'm, I'm not saying I want the MCU to be called the like Spider-Man Cinematic Universe. Like, I want Spider-Man to take over the MCU. But, like, he should have been in the skyline in the Falcon Winter Soldier show. Yep. Just, just a... Just a just a you quick, just do quick cameos. He could be all right. over the place because everyone's in New York again. And you could just exactly. have Spider-Man going around. Right. But the fact that he isn't means that they couldn't. And I, I remember reading somewhere they said, that, like somebody uh, on production said, like we wanted Spider-Man to show up in this this one thing. And they said, no, they said no. And I'm like, well, if they said no, it's because they weren't allowed to. Yeah. And they, they need to untie their hands with that because that's good. I mean, look, they that's what gets people to show up. And and it's a big deal of a character, and it's a big deal of a franchise, and you could have easily made some money out of that. Um, but X Men, Spider Man, and and making better quality pictures is the way to fix it. And they're just like, Ugh. so you know, I'm hopeful that this is uh, indicative of that direction before they have to start making making some X Men movies and stuff. Right? Because like, because Wolverine's gonna be the same deal. You better cast a young dude to play Wolverine because he's gonna have to be in everything. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, I want that to be where we're at. I want to see Wolverine of Spider-Man and everything. I want to see them hyping it all up. I want to see, I want Wolverine to be back to where he was when he was at his peak. Not right. They killed him and he's just gone. Isn't it weird how like Wolverine was the biggest effing thing from his creation until he died? Yeah. Like, and even then, like you know, Wolverine was a big deal. Like they got away with killing him off because Wolverine fever had waned. But I think, do you think that Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, and Hugh, Wolverine's popularity from the movies helped to, like, continue Wolverine's popularity from the comics into, like, the rest of the world? Because, like, I knew a lot of kids when I was a kid who didn't read comic books but thought Wolverine was dope. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know. I mean, when I was a kid, I want to say, I think Wolverine, it was Wolverine to Spider-Man 2099 that sucked me into comics. Like, no. beyond my dad introducing me to Superman, right. I want to say it was Spider-Man, because I liked, and I liked Ed, Ed Nightfall Batman. I, oh, sure. You could tell that in the 90s, I was that He's edgy cool kid. looking. <laughs> yeah. No, trust me. No, that's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> I'm pretty sure those are the three books that I would go buy, and I never knew what was going on at Wolverine, because yeah. Wolverine is always so interconnected to so much stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, no. But like but but after Wolverine came back, and I think we did a whole episode about this, so I don't want to yeah. dwell too much on it, but like after Wolverine came back, he came back less it's it's like if you had a graph of like Wolverine fever and then they killed him slash they stopped making Wolverine movies. When he came back, he came back like at half popularity. Yeah, and I wanna, I wanna look this up actually. 
right? And and they're just like I I think that like they need some they need a push to make Wolverine a big deal again, and I think that like they need to lean into it because Wolverine is inherently cool, you know, <laughs> like objectively speaking, yeah. you you know you you could you could write an algorithm on how cool Wolverine is, and uh, it's weird that they that he isn't or that he isn't a known quantity. Like if you put Wolverine on the cover of your comic book, you are guaranteed like a four percent bump. I don't know if that's true. I'm just making up numbers, but I'm just saying like, you know. We know that, you know, if you put Batman on the cover of a, you know, of a, of a Green Arrow book, Green Arrow sales are going up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but with Marvel, and I think that's because Marvel drove it into the ground. Like, if you put Spider-Man on the cover, sh- it should guarantee some sales boosts. And I'm sure it does. But, you know, I think they overdid it. But with Wolverine, he's the same deal. You put Wolverine on the cover, holy crap, people are excited. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, uh, you know, there there's there's ways around it to fix it. It's just like, I don't know. They're, they're not, they're not. It's like either they're focused on other priorities or they're not thinking about the obvious solutions. Yeah. I'm going to wrap up today's podcast here. I know we were going to talk about Chip Zdarsky's Batman and our opinions on yeah, it. Yeah, but, but you got to go. Has, well, yeah. I got to go, but it also technically has another issue. So it's not like we have That's to rush through it now. Yeah. Yes. And I've, I've heard good things about where it's going. So I'm yeah. like, oh. The I mean, overall like, but uh, we can make it real quick. Just right yeah. now, after coming out of Failsafe, I thought Failsafe was incredible for Chip Zdarsky. Yeah, Batman. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing with this. Like, yeah. that's, I think that, like, I get you don't like Multiversal Joker. I'm okay with that. Seeing another version of Catwoman, seeing another version of Harvey. I've, I've been on board, but it's just like this, this one, the most recent issue was a little bit of a slip for me. I'm like, oh. Yeah. That's not. This is not. As I want to know what he's going to do with him cutting his hand off. <laughs> yeah, I don't Batman know. Batman just I mean, lost his hand. Yeah, that. And but it, we're going to have one thirty-five yeah. to wrap up this, and then it's going to be Batman number one again for Don. Really? Yeah, they're resetting Batman to one. Oh my god. Yeah. So they uh, either that or I saw a cover that's not real, but it was from the artist doing the cover, and he's like, "Here's the Batman number one cover," and I'm like, "So you are going to reset Batman back to number one?" <sighs> okay. Great. <laughs> so, so what that tells me is every comic book is getting reset back to a number one with a legacy numbering. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like it makes sense in as much as I get that. Why that look, look, that's the nature of the business now. Oh yeah, it is. They want to do fresh number ones. Tells you yeah. where to start. Everyone's always like, where do I start? I just tell them grab a number one and that's a run. Just stick with it. So, well, and like, I think flash and Wonder Woman were both hitting 800. So, and they're also doing a reboot to number ones slash legacy numbers. So well, I think yeah. the, for those who are wondering, the, <clears throat> the number ones is for the casuals. Yes. Like they, they legacy number these. That's how like detective would go reset back in new 52. But now it's 1050. Like it just, they, yeah. they keep track of the original numbers. They go back yeah. to them. That when exactly. it says number one, it's literally just being like, hey, normies, check out Batman number one. That's all. Yeah, it just started. A new yeah. new arc. Yeah. So, but we're going to wrap up today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for Absolute Comics. My name is Benny. That is Sal. Check out Comic Story and check out Comic Pop. Pop. <laughs> I, had a, I had a joke. I don't know where I was going with that. Hey, Comic Pop. Right. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time right here.